There is a dimension beyond which is known to humankind. A dimension of sound and sight of mind. A dimension intended only for mature audiences, and exists solely as a form of entertainment, without intentions of education or societal enrichment. It's, it's, a, it's a podcast. It, it's what you're listening to right now. It's a podcast. It's a podcast we call Lore Folk. To Lore Folk, a podcast where we riff on all things paranormal. I'm your host, Maddie Barr, and today I am joined by my co-host and confidant, Aiden Kidd. It's me, the veteran of the Gamer War, Aiden Kidd, celebrated member of the Gamer Corps. If you look really close in the background of that battle scene in Ready Player One, it's like Tracer and then Aiden right there next to her with like a Maddie. Knife. Aiden. Maddie. Aiden. Do not patronize me. I'll have you know I have sustained a mighty injury from my service in the gamer war. Oh shit, that's I forgot. I'm so sorry, Aiden. People may have noticed that there was a week break between episodes, and if you follow us on Twitter, you'd know what happened. So follow us on Twitter at Lorefolk Podcast or whatever our fucking Twitter ad is. You should already know it. But if not, it's lore, It's at Lorefolk Podcast. Let's give them time to write it down. Time's up. Did you write it down? If you didn't, you lose. You lose the podcast. I won the podcast. Fuck you. It got all dark in my room all of a sudden. It's for the gloomery of this very tragic tale that I'm about to fucking weave. I was there in the trenches, playing Ring Fit Adventure for the Nintendo Switch, available now. I was... Preparing myself for the upcoming academic season, given the fact that my bones had atrophied like the <laughs> fucking people from on board the Axiom and Wally. <laughs> I had not moved in like five months. Mm. And so I thought, Ring Fit Adventure will cure me! Yep. And I knew I would hurt myself to some degree, because that's what exercise does to my frail baby boy body. But I was fighting a big... Sexy jock dragon Uh-oh. in spandex. Uh-oh. And it required wait, 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 me... Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, back up. Was the dragon in spandex or were you in spandex? The dragon was in spandex. Okay, carry on. It, I'm talking... Uh, maybe people like you don't know, but the boss character of Ring Fit Adventure for Nintendo Switch available now is a big dragon, muscle dragon, wearing spandex. But it was this act of hubris... That broke me as I brokered my back while playing a goddamn Nintendo game. If my grandfather, who fought in the war, he fought in Japan and he killed a guy and he took his sword. God. I have a katana in my fucking basement, not because I'm a weeb, but because my grandpa was a general in a fucking war where he killed people. If he could see his grandson fight in a bigger war. <laughs> the gamer war. The gamer war. The war. And sustain such a noble injury! He would surely weep. As pulling a back muscle and having to lay down for a bit and having to postpone the edit of a podcast <laughs> episode 
about Bigfoot and sucking specifically Bigfoot's dick, he would be so proud he'd cry a single manly tear. Now the ring from Ring Fit Adventure rests lovingly next to that katana in Aiden's basement. <laughs> My Two weapon! Instruments of precision and warfare. <laughs> Are you better? A little bit? I am better. I got a new mattress. Yeah, ooh. I've been sleeping on the same mattress since I was three years old about. Damn. And now I have a new mattress. That's fun. Is it hashtag sponsored Casper mattress? No. Oh. How are we supposed to get sponsored with with these generic mattresses, Aiden? What the fuck is this show, Maddie? Let's talk about some cryptids, why don't we? It's a podcast where you riff on all things paranormal. Then say something paranormal. Say something paranormal. Oh, a classic movie. This episode's guest... Paranorman oh, shit, there from is. the hit film of stop motion animation, Paranorman. What do you have to say, Norman? We have to wait a full month for somebody to move his mouth enough to say hi. <laughs> this backfired. Maddie says something paranormal. Um, let me tell you about a paranormal event because we talk about paranormal beings and paranormal queries on this show, but I thought I would spice it right up. With the Kentucky Meat Shower. Holy shit. What is the Kentucky Meat Shower? I need to know this immediately. The Kentucky Meat Shower was an incident occurring between the hours of 11 and 12 o'clock for a period of several minutes on March 3rd, 1876, where what appeared to be chunks of red meat measuring approximately two by two inches, with at least one being four by four inches, fell from the sky in a hundred by fifty yard area near the settlement of Rankin or Rankin in Bath County, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, it's a Kentucky meat shower. Here's a quote from 18 year 1876. Between 11 and 12 o'clock, I was in my yard, not more than 40 steps from the house, a local farmer's wife named Miss Crouch told local reporters. There was a light wind coming from the west, but the sky was clear and the sun was shining brightly. Without any prelude or warning of any kind, exactly under these circumstances, the shower commenced. Not just any shower, but a shower of fresh raw meat, some lumps as light as a snowflake, and some that reached up to three inches in length. Anyway, so... Meat shower happening in Kentucky for like an hour. And they did a whole bunch of stuff to try. They tried to figure out what it was. Some Buckwild folks even tasted the meat. And it was inconclusive as to what the fuck kind of meat it was and how the hell it got there. So you're there. You're in what, Kentucky? Mm-hmm. Bath County, Kentucky. You're in Bath County, Kentucky. 1876. 1876. I mean, that's prime meat pie era, is it not? Probably. Back in the olden days when everybody ate meat pies a la Sweeney Todd, except not with people flesh. As far as we know. That was everybody's go-to food. Right. So, what what do you think the source of this meat was from? And I'm, I'm not talking like the animal it came from. I'm talking how did it get in the sky and how did it fall down? Possibly aliens. Is it possible that this is much like when excrement falls from an airplane? Oh. Except with a UFO. I think back to the War of the Worlds aliens from the 2005 Steven Spielberg adaption. And they, like, grow roots of blood and flesh along the ground. Could it possibly be a similar situation 
in which they abducted people, ground them up, and then they did the roots thing, but they didn't take hold of the ground. Some people said that maybe there was just meat on the ground, and then it also was raining, and somehow people came to the conclusion that the meat had fallen with the rain. Well, but I how much meat was there? <laughs> There's a, a lot of meat. Groups of meat. Then how and, would... In little chunks. <laughs> I mean, what kind of area spread did it have? Um... It was on the ground. Uh, this is inconclusive, <laughs> Maddie. How are we supposed to draw anything from that? It is. It could come from anywhere. This is the problem. It fell from the sky and they watched it happen. And then some people tried the fucking meat. Like butchers. Multiple butchers were like, yo, oh, I know meat. And they tried it and they didn't know what the fuck it was. Some people. Okay. Let me hit you with a, a real fact. Some people think that it was vultures like dropping meat because apparently mm. they do that sometimes after having like a vulture feast and then they drop it as they fly overhead. But I think that's lame. It must have been aliens or time travelers or something. I think you were onto it when you said how planes release excrement when they're flying and maybe this was a time traveling plane and they were releasing meat instead of excrement is it possible we have a fargo situation and somebody fell in a wood chipper perhaps a 19th century wood chipper yeah they were they were inventing them it was a prototype it was the prototype wood chipper and somebody fell in or they pushed a cow in or something because they thought you know what they were like oh it's called a wood chipper so obviously if if i go in there with my non-wood flesh i'll be fine and boy howdy (laughs) Did that not work out for them? Oh, the fucking hubris on 19th century shitheads in Kentucky. I fucking tell ya, fucking dim Jed just fucking was like, (laughs) I'll show all of y'all. My new spangling invention in Mctronic is called a wood chipper. And I, the powerful Jed, will survive its mighty blows. For I am not a piece of wood. R.I.P. Jed. 18 whatever. Yep, and then people tried him. Ew. Ew. Yikes. And now we're really getting into the Sweeney Todd of it. This was maybe the person who wrote Sweeney Todd. We'll never know. It's a mystery, by the way. Maybe the person who wrote <laughs> What a Sweeney mystery Todd. of who wrote Sweeney Todd. Yeah, it just appeared one day in a theater and someone was like, hey, I'm sure that British people won't be annoying for this long. Let's do the show. Uh, whoever wrote Sweeney Todd, whatever clown decided to do that, probably heard about this event. You know what? Not to step entirely out of the bit, but I mention someone I hate, Andrew Lloyd Webber, in like every fucking episode of this dumb podcast where we're supposed to talk about cryptids. I'm gonna fucking say Stephen Sondheim wrote <laughs> someone who I actually like the work of deserves right. to be named! See, but this is the one show where I, I think he did a bit of an oopsie. He kind of wrote, he kind of wrote a bad show, though. It's not a good show, is it? Call Sweeney Todd shit. <laughs> Call Sweeney just... Todd. Are you saying that to me, Aiden Kid, local Sweeney Todd stan? <laughs> I just feel like it's you know it's no assassins, right? It's no into the woods, in Maddie. It. It's just some British people. Maddie, I'm going to end you like Jed ended himself. I'm going to shove you in a wood chipper, and then I'm going to put you in a meat pie, and then I'm going to serve you to the people of London, and I'm going to make good money off of it. Well, you won't, because no one will come see you do that, because it's not entertaining. (laughs)
<laughs> okay, sorry. I'll top, t- stop talking shit about Sweeney Todd, even though it's bad. Of all the ways you could have put Sweeney Todd down in favor of assassins, and you chose popularity. Uh, anyway, we have an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who asks, Garfield facts? Oh. Anyone know anything about this cool comic? <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, I have a Garfield fact. Give me a Garfield fact. He hates Mondays. Oh, that's an interesting Garfield fact. Mm-hmm. I've got another one. Uh, he has a teddy bear named Pookie. Oh. Um, he likes lasagna. Likes lasagna. This is true. He also is the true creator of the polio vaccine. Oh, that's interesting. Good for Garfield. Good for Garfield. Didn't patent it. He made that thing totally available to everybody. Good for Garfield. Garfield also has an owner named John Arbuckle, who is based on the creator of Garfield, Jim Davis. Wow. A lot of the jokes in Garfield are recycled from previous failed Jim Davis projects, like Norm the Gnat. Norm the Gnat? And in previous version of Garfield, titled, and this is true, John. Just John? The comic was originally called John, and it was about John, but everybody liked Garfield, so he made it Garfield. Since 1980... Garfield phones have been washing up mysteriously on the beaches of France, and nobody knew why until a couple years ago. They were just haunting the beaches of France with their Garfield eyes. You know the one that closes, his eyes close when you put the phone down? Yes, and he can of finally course. be at rest, and then when you're on the phone, he's ever watching one. and present. <laughs> Turns out there's a shipping container just chock full of Garfield phones. All right, let's run through some Garfield facts real quick. We spent a long time on those Garfield facts. Let's rapid fire some Garfield facts. Maddie, go. Orange. Stripes. Cat. Hates Odie. Lovable. Is complicit in the disappearance of lawmen. Killed God. Is God. Oh. He became God after that fact. Wow. He ascended. Rapid fire Garfield facts, Maddie, go! Oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god! Uh, 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 John, he lives there in a box with sexy lady Garfield sometimes. That was a bunch of facts, so you better keep up. He's an extra in the original cut of Dirty Harry. He, uh, sleeps. He knows what happened to the Lindbergh baby. (laughs) Oh, that one really got you. I don't know why. Um, (laughs) Garfield. That's my fact. Garfield. Garfield is a fact. Yeah. Full stop. Undeniable. Undeniable Garfield. Here we are in the ad break. We do ads. Nobody pays for these ads. Maddie, tell people how they can pay for ads. If you want to pay for an ad, go to pnnpodcast.com slash advertising. We sell $5 ads and $6 ads. You can tell the world about something that you're working on or just do a funny meme. Yeah. Maddie, give us an ad. 
grass, cud, chewing, walking. Fences. Do these things sound familiar? If so, you may be a cow. If you or a loved one is a cow, then you may be entitled to financial compensation from the dairy industry. Call us at 1-800-I'm-A-Cow-And-I'm-Upset today to see if you qualify for compensation. Cows, the time is now. Band together and take over the dairy industry. It's chew toys for doggies! But now, they have human screams? Uh Uh-huh. Perfect for Halloween. And perfect more so now that you can get your own custom scream assigned to a chew toy so that your loved ones think you're being mauled to death by your Boston Terrier. You won't be crying wolf this Halloween. (laughs) Please buy my chew toys. The holidays are tough for carnival barkers, such as myself. Haha, <laughs> barkers, haha. Don't mock my plight. Question. Give me that question. Somebody named YouTube asked this question. All of YouTube. Mr. Greg YouTube. What's the difference between a specter and a regular ghost? Anyone tell me, please. Now, I have an answer to this question, but I want to know what you think, Aiden. The difference between a standard ghost and a specter is their philosophy on life. Do elaborate. As you may recall... In the Disney film, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Laverne the Gargoyle explains to her pseudo-son Quasimodo Mm -hmm. that life ain't a spectator sport. If watching's all you're going to do, you're going to watch your life go by without you. And that's exactly what's happened to these spooky boys, is that ghosts are living the life. They're engaged in the moment experiencing the afterlife in all its splendors. Mm -hmm. But specters are just sitting there watching their life go by without them. Specters are spectating? Exactly. Wow. Also, they wear spectacles, but that's irrelevant to the point. That's just a coincidence. You know what watching a specter spectating wearing spectacles is? What, man? A spectacle. (laughs) Maddie, I'm going to fucking turn you into a specter if you don't stop these fucking jokes. Uh, All right, so it's their outlook on life. It's their outlook on life. I think the difference between a specter and a regular ghost is fashion. Do elaborate, other than the spectacles, of course. (laughs) Specters are cool. They're suave. They've got like a fun cape, perhaps, right? It's sort of that Megamind question of like, presentation, right? Ghosts are just dead people, but they're see-through. But specters, mm, they truly are in it for the spectacle of it all. For the dramatics. So with their lavish sort of ensemble, you're saying they might be studded with diamonds, perchance? Hmm, perhaps. You might use a vocab word such as bespeckled to describe them then, yes? Mm-hmm. You could perhaps say, are oh, they bespeckled, bespectacled, spectating specters? <laughs> 
is excellent. <laughs> Try saying that five times fast. But, but, but immediately, immediately you lost it. Just like right away. Oh. Bespeckles, bespeckies, spectators, specters. Bespecking. Bespectacles, Okay, anyway, that, moving on. <laughs> so what you're saying is they're stuck up pompous fools who think they're too good for living life like a normal person. And so they just sit there and gossip smugly about regular ghosts in their high-end fashion and poofy coats. And lavish boots. But they look so good doing it. They do look good doing it, but they're wasting themselves. They need to learn to love themselves. And by pushing away their insecurities onto other people who they then gossip about, it's just not good for them. They have the opportunity to grow and change, but they must seize it. They, like Quasimodo, must go down to the Feast of Fools. But what if you died? And someone was like, hey, you can do all that stuff you were just doing, but you're see-through. Or you can wear this super rad pair of sunglasses and a fun hat with a propeller on it. Are these these fashionable ghosts little fucking boys (laughs) from a goddamn Warner Brothers costume from the 1950s? I'm just trying to think of clothing you might think is cool. (laughs) I particularly think you could rock a a little propeller hat. I look at like fucking... (laughs) 18th century sailor boys. Like, I wish I was wearing that little sailor suit. Like, what the fuck? I need a big lollipop. What do you want from me? What are you saying about me as a person? There's a bunch of spectros and they're all like decked out, absolutely dripping with like fashion. And they all look like cool, sexy vampires and pirates. And they have those puffy shirts and like diamonds and jewels. And they're like, hey, kid, we think you can join us. We've got just the fashion for you. And they hand you like the fucking SpongeBob I'm number one hat. <laughs> and you're like, hell yeah. Just the style for me, sir. Thanks. It, that is my style is wearing the fucking soda drink hat and being dressed as a vampire in a blouse. They know how to accessorize for fun and for fashion. What would it take for those specters to lure you in, Maddie? It's going to have to be a pair of glasses that's also a straw. I've always wanted those. Oh, of course. Of fucking course. Right? I'm drinking my LaCroix and I'm also having perfect vision. That's all I could hope for. You're drinking LaCroix in the afterlife? LaCroix, fucking real life (laughs) LaCroix is already the ghost of a drink, Maddie. Imagine ghost LaCroix. It's even worse. (laughs) It has even less flavor to it. What are you talking about? I won't have taste buds because I'll be dead. So I won't have to taste the LaCroix, but I have so much LaCroix that I've, you know, accrued in my lifetime and you can't take it with you. But somehow the LaCroix came as well. So now you have to drink it. LaCroix haunts you forevermore. (laughs) Yep. Remember, kids, when you die, every single LaCroix you've ever drank will be there in the afterlife. And you're going to have to lug it around in big garbage bags and it's going to suck. So don't drink LaCroix. Whatever it takes to bring down Big LaCroix, I'll spread any fucking lies. All right, that's the end of this podcast. Ooh, we made it to the end. If you like what you heard, go fucking tell somebody about it. Yeah, please tell your friends. Leave a like, leave a comment if you're listening to this on the YouTube version. Go tell somebody. And if you want to get us to say something about something... Uh, you can send us a question or like a Yahoo answer thing that you find or whatever over to 
lorefolksubmissions at gmail.com. Just make sure you use, you include your name and pronouns when you do so. And follow us on social media. Yes, follow us on social media because if you had, you would have heard about my broken gamer back. Right. And it would have been really fun to hear us rehash it, even though you already saw us tweet about it. (laughs) (laughs) But follow us anyway. And we post bad memes every time an episode comes out. And sometimes I forget to send them to Aiden for approval, and then he just has to see dogs with our faces on them live on the internet for everyone else to see without That was truly upsetting, and if you want to know what the (laughs) fuck Maddie's talking about, maybe you should follow us on social media. Oh! I'm getting a call on my Garfield phone. Put it next to the mic. Let's see what the man has to say. Classic Garfield. Uh, oh, that's even better than the pipe strip. Garfield. <laughs> <Card. laughs>